Welcome to Something Blue, wedding planning with a 21st century bride and groom. My name is Aaron. I'm the bride. My name is Maxwell. I'm the groom. Today marks 532 days until our wedding day. <laughs> Just a disclaimer, these are our personal opinions and experiences. This is not a commentary on anyone else's choices in their wedding planning process or marriage. You do you, bitch. So let's get into it. And first, I would like to give a shout out to our new listeners. Woo! In the United Arab Emirates. That's so cool. I'm, I love being an international podcaster. It makes me very excited. <laughs> Max likes to brag about that. <laughs> um, I think it's really cool that um, we've kind of entered this community that crosses so many like cultural boundaries. Mm -hmm. And like it's just something that everybody can connect to um, on some level. Everybody has a relationship to weddings and marriage. And um, uh, kind of like also not a big fan of like the traditions and the stereotypes mm -hmm. that surround it. And so it's really cool to see that the, like it just resonates with people no matter where they're from or no matter what they've experienced, because in some way everybody has a little bit of drama. Yeah. And that's <laughs> kind of the whole goal of the podcast and documentary is to kind of redefine marriage for a modern age. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I love it. <laughs> so I love our podcast. <laughs> I love the concept <laughs> and I love the listeners. Woo. Um, <laughs> so, and I love our episode today. Oh. I am so, so excited. So we all have nightmares, right? Giving a speech naked, forgetting your lines during a play, free falling with no parachute. Mm, what, no way. what is like the worst nightmare you've ever had? Um, I think like the going up on stage without knowing my lines has been just the most stressful, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's probably it. Yeah. I I I frequently have dream I mean like I shared my like horrific traumatic mm. nightmare <laughs> in the first episode. <laughs> um but I like regularly have dreams about like just my biggest fears. So like it's usually like you leaving me or like Aww. my loved ones dying. I know it's so terrible <laughs> and I have such a vivid dreams and nightmares too so it's just like it's a whole mess like i really don't get any rest i did have a dream last night where i had to give <laughs> a million dollar check to our friend and i was yeah. like but one, i want it one of our bridesmen i know yeah. <laughs> amazing <laughs> so um weddings trigger a whole new kind of nightmares mm -hmm. and for many these nightmares come true Eesh. once the pink cloud of wow i'm engaged this is so exciting uh kind of disappears and you realize wow this is so daunting and also why are people giving me so many opinions that i didn't ask mm -hmm. for and oh not everything is happening exactly the way that i hoped it would yeah um you start to worry a little bit start to get some anxiety about things that could happen and uh, what i what I hate is that people have their own ideas of what a wedding should be. Mm -hmm. And so they think that that's what you should do because that's what should be done. Right. Absolutely. And it's like you're not taking into consideration me and what I want. Exactly. Or the very fact that it literally has nothing to do with you. Exactly. And I think that that's like what we'll find in this episode is people tend to assume that things are about them when they really are mm -hmm. not. It's like, I don't care if you gave birth to me. I don't mm -hmm. care if we were best friends our whole lives. This is not about you. This is about me. And it's wild that people do that on, on wedding days most of all. Because yeah. there are so many other times when like things are about you and nobody questions it. Birthdays, graduations. Like, of course, you're going to have like those problematic people who always try to make it about themselves. Yeah. But for the most part, you see that kind of trend most on wedding days. Uh, so 
To combat this, we think it's best to learn from those who came before us in a new series we're calling Wedding Nightmares. <laughs> we'll be diving into <laughs> stories of some brave souls that shared their wedding horror stories all over the internet, mostly through Reddit, because, wow, if you're following through the podcast, um, I learned a little bit about how to read Reddit. She's she's <laughs> on a journey right am, now. No, I'm on a journey to like find this, because I know that there are people that have <laughs> wisdom that they're sharing, and it's just on a platform i don't understand (laughs) (laughs) um so and then there's lots of articles i'm reaching out to the facebook group so you will be getting lots of firsthand accounts Mm -hmm. um we'll read them share our thoughts uh and identify ways to prevent this on your big day and ways to cope if it is inevitable Mm -hmm. so today's episode is (laughs) i've I'm I'm actually, I'm really excited about this one. Uh, Today's Wedding Nightmares topic is guests. Now, don't get us wrong. We love guests. We love our guests. Friends, family, close and extended. They all gather together and celebrate your love. It's so magical. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, it can also just be a breeding ground for toxicity and problems yeah um every family dynamic's different so like when you combine personalities histories and then you like fill them full of liquor and push them onto the dance floor like some bad things are bound to happen yeah that's (laughs) part of the fun though because i like obviously for our wedding we want it to be perfect and without a hitch but we know that that's not that's not a reality you know something's going to go wrong we we know that are, uh, are you sure that we know that? Because I don't know if I know that. I No, I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> Your I think, face was panicked. You're like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to explain reality to yeah, Aaron right now. <laughs> but uh, I know. I was really worried about that for a second. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, in these cases, one, it's like cringy and like, ugh, I, I just can't stand this. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's like looking at a train wreck. Like you can't. You can't look away. Yeah. You're like, this is going to be terrible, but I'm so invested in seeing this. Um, the the best example I can think of is um, in the Parks and Rec episode where, where spoiler alert, I don't know, it came out <laughs> a decade ago. So, like, watch it if you haven't. Um, Donna is getting married, <laughs> and she tells Leslie the whole time, like, do not let my brother come. Do not let my mm-hmm. family talk to each other the whole time. And, like, Leslie runs around and achieves it, and then Donna's like, oh wow everyone's like on their best behavior and then she's sad and she misses it and then at the very end her brother comes in and stirs up some drama and she's like yes because she realizes like that's my family dynamic and it feels weird that that's not my family not saying that that's okay yeah (laughs) but there are so many varying levels and just like anything at the end of the day you know your family dynamic and you know your friend dynamic and it's up to you to decide like to what degree do I put restraints and restrictions on things? I mean, it's a common enough thing that like getting together for Thanksgiving is stressful because, <laughs> you know, all your family coming together and the clashing personalities. But how much more so at a wedding where the guest count is a lot higher? Right. And like the, the stakes are higher, you <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. like and that's what I'm saying. Like it's something about wedding days that make everybody feel like a little bit crazy or like not even crazy like oh like everyone's going insane but like oh i i I can't i can't find another word other than like delusion (laughs) in that like (laughs) 
<laughs> everyone feels like it's kind of about them because if you think about it, everybody's getting dressed up. Everybody's yeah. going to a nice event. And yeah, you're there to celebrate one person, but like, or like two people. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> no, well, I, like I'm, my train of thought here is like trying to figure out how people could come to the conclusion that the some of the ways that they behave is okay. Right. Because I don't think even when they're, they're trying to have fun, you know, I mm-hmm. don't think that they realize that they are making it about them in that moment. Right. You know, it's, it's something so ingrained in, in people's just like, it's second nature to, to do these kinds of things. Right. Well, and a lot of people as we're learning, like lack that self awareness. Mm -hmm. That's like, Hey, actually I didn't like that. And I cued that to you, but you didn't pick up on that Mm -hmm. social cue. And so then they bring that to the wedding. And also it's something that like everyone anticipates. And when Mm -hmm. anybody anticipates something, it gets to have a life of its own and people tend to like, you know, and then people are going to have their ways about that. Think about this is a family combining with another family. Yeah. And not everybody is going to agree that that should be the case. And it has implications in the future. It's like if you have family members who don't get along or who have history or anything, and then you are combining those families and now everybody's going to see each other at Christmas every year, Mm -hmm. people are going to have opinions and feelings about that. But at the end of the day, you have to figure out, is that important to me? Yeah. And I, over the past couple of years, I have started to become more self-aware. And so, <laughs> don't laugh at that. No, I'm it's sorry. A, <laughs> it's a journey that it, I'm it proud was a of. Very, it was a very wholesome comment, and it came from a beautiful place. It was just really, <laughs> it was just really simple how you put it, and I loved it. I'm so, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's okay. So, over the past couple of years, mm-hmm. I have become more self-aware. Incredible. We love and so, I understand how, like... <laughs> how deliberate the journey has to be like you have to seek out that and i know a lot of people especially old dogs new tricks t (laughs) um aren't aren't looking for that right well and it's interesting because like and i'm gonna kind of bring in something that has nothing to do with weddings but like i got my master's my concentration is in social emotional learning Mm -hmm. and one of my professors in like my last few classes was telling me like yeah, you guys are like basically one of the pioneers of this concept in education. And we Mm -hmm. were like, what? And he's like, yeah, it's only, (laughs) it was only adapted in like 1994 as a concept. And it wasn't even welcomed into the education sphere until like 10 years later. Mm -hmm. So really you guys are like among one of the first graduating classes to have this as a concentration and bring this knowledge to your teaching instead of having it be add on like it's a part of your foundation now and so the whole thing about social emotional learning is like teaching kids and and young adults and adults regardless right yeah with these like pillars of understanding in social settings and like navigating mental and emotional awareness so like so it'll be like 15 to 20 years before most adults (laughs) kind of understand this concept. Yeah. And so it's just now being instilled in like young people, which means that anybody who's not like a young grade school person is like learning that or not learning that later in Mm -hmm. life. And so that's kind of social awareness where it's like, Hey, um, this is how you work well in groups. This is how you collaborate with people. This is like, how to be socially aware, this is how to control your emotions. All of those things are just now kind of being very taught. New. <laughs> it's very new. Well, and like lots of people have gone about it different ways, but like 
just looking at it as also important, not looking at it as an extra thing, as an extracurricular, like as something that will be taught by parents, because that's the thing. If parents don't know it, how are they going to put it on to their kids? And then their kids get married and then their parents are off (laughs) during it. (laughs) And so it's just I'm I'm it's really interesting to see how all of these things like kind of collide and like I will do that and I'll look at like intersectionalism Mm. with um, gender, race, culture, but also education and kind of see like, okay, through generations, like why are people behaving this way? Okay. Well they, they lack that Mm self-awareness and it's just, it's fascinating. As you can tell, uh, we could talk about this forever. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's, it's, I mean, it's important. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a very deep topic. Yeah. Well, and it, it, it does. It comes from a really real place because people are nightmare guests. But mm-hmm. <laughs> does that mean they're nightmare people or are they put in nightmarish situations? Well, yeah. And it's just kind of like what I was saying. They've they've grown up this way. That's yeah. that's who they've developed right. as a person. And so um, that's kind of the stuff that we're trying to uh, reprogram yeah navigate through yeah so there is this concept so let's decide what is okay to like what are combating issues that you can like maybe prevent that is absolutely okay for you to be like yeah let's go ahead and set some boundaries <laughs> and then what is just stressing yourself out yeah so like worrying about family and friend dynamics is totally normal it's absolutely normal especially when your families aren't severely close maybe when they all have very big personalities or very big opinions maybe differences of religion and culture and mm-hmm. um just views politics yeah is huge, absolutely yeah. um especially like during the time i mean like we're kind of lucky that we're not getting married like during an election year yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. um but you can't stop people from being who they are extremely unfortunate yeah which yeah is tragic <laughs> um <laughs> you, you can't anticipate based on history um but the best way to combat issues uh, on your day or the events leading up to is by communicating with both parties yeah honestly like i know it's going to be uncomfortable but if you have feuding aunts <laughs> you like you can put them on either side of the room and you can tell people to avoid certain topics, but ultimately they're going to find each other if they have beef. And so the best thing to do is to literally just be like, Hey, I know you guys have this issue and I'm going to ask that you set it aside on this day or else um, I'm going to ask that you not be, you know, a part of it. Yeah. And that's just the unfortunate situation that has to happen. Yeah. We know some family members that if they're in the same room, the glove, comes off you know right 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 right. and we don't you don't want that on the day at all yeah um at some point realize that this is not about them Mm -hmm. like if there will be problems and you know this based on history or you know this because they said i'm gonna have a problem Mm -hmm. consider who does not need to be present Mm -hmm. like if you're stressing out so much over like everyone else you forget to enjoy your day it's not worth it at all yeah so if aunt karen is really just <laughs> pissing everybody off like and mm-hmm. you know that going in maybe skip the invite yeah and that, <laughs> it's it sucks too because there there are things that i think like um i i think that's why a lot of people do assigned like tables and seating is so that like people are you all like you try to make everybody happy right and you're like okay i want everybody to know at least one person at this table and I and I want to make sure that everybody gets along with everybody that they're around, right? Um, but there are so many moments when they're not sitting at the tables, right? There are so many moments when um, mingling just happens and it's like you can't 
you can't physically set a barrier. You can't assign your bridesmaids to be like, make sure these people do not see each other. And if you have to do that, maybe just reconsider who you're inviting. <laughs> there's there's that like comical, cartoonish, you know, they're both on the dance floor and they bump into each other uh-huh. back to back and then they turn around and now yeah. it's... You know, it's fighting words. Right. I mean, and if they're going <laughs> to settle their differences, they need to do it via like dance off or something. Because I'm not about to have a whole fight, you know, <laughs> it's possible, man. But there is so I mean, it's just it's just the kind of concept that at the, at the end of the day, I think if you are like, oh, well, these people are going to have problems or I have problems with this person or whatever. Yeah. I think it just doesn't matter who whose feelings might get hurt you have to look out for you and Mm -hmm. your partner like if somebody and and that's the thing too is like you can invite someone and then if they are not like being kind or if they are being rude or they're like not respecting your boundaries or your comfort level or whatever they can be uninvited yeah that is completely okay and it's like oh, well, that might hurt their feelings or, oh, that might hurt my mom's feelings or that might hurt, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever's feelings that they're related to. It's like, okay, but at the end of the day, whose feelings matter most on this particular day? And and beyond that, it's it's a matter of propriety as well. Like if you know somebody has a problem with alcohol and Mm -hmm. if they're going to hit that bar really hard and be a mess during the wedding, Mm -hmm. consider either severely, you know, talking to them about that. Right. Or send somebody to be like... (laughs) on aunt karen duty right or just don't invite them exactly and i i'm a very much of the mind that's like um with very little exceptions i think that communicating to the person first or all parties involved is crucial Mm -hmm. because you never know if you do say like hey i know you guys have this issue however it would be really important to me if you could get along if you make that connection and you reach out and then they still do it. Then you have cause for like, okay, absolutely. You're, you're out. Like, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I have um, no problem kicking people out of our venue. <laughs> well, we have security, so you don't even have yeah. to. Um, but like. That feels so cool. Let's be I like, know. I have security. Security. Take these people out, please. <laughs> they would too. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, it's just like. And then if you know that like you've expressed, hey, I'm actually not comfortable with this. Or I've decided to go in a different direction, whatever. And they still do it then again your your move in that is okay thank you so much um however i'm gonna ask that you not come Mm -hmm. if you're going to continue to do that yeah and we'll just see that um when we (laughs) we we've gathered a a curated list of just absolutely fantastic nightmarish guests we're going to kind of stray away from um the in-laws because we're going to do a whole episode on that Mm -hmm. and uh, mostly straying away from like wedding party stuff because again we're going to do a whole episode on that Mm -hmm. Um, but we're just mainly focusing on nightmare guests (laughs) (laughs) I was like waiting for a (laughs) like a Frankenstein he's alive sound effect well I mean we could put it in (laughs) I won't (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a quick break for our ad (laughs) and we're back from our break (laughs) um so we are going to start reading our nightmare guest list of doom yikes um (laughs) i do we really do need that sound effect just (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> so we're going to read through these different stories uh, that um, brides and grooms have shared um, through their experiences at their wedding and at other people's wedding. Um, there's some where people are wedding planners, wedding photographers, mm. just kind of sharing nightmare stories of things that they've witnessed and things that they've experienced. And then we'll kind of like try to figure out, okay, how, what's a way to combat this? And then kind of what's a way to cope with this if it does end up happening. So the first one is pretty standard when you consider <laughs> what a nightmare wedding guest would be. This is like, I think on the top, I would say this is top three mm-hmm. list of things a wedding guest could do that just sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> this is on um, Huffington Post, seven truly disturbing wedding guest horror stories. Mm-hmm. This bride shares, my cousin wore a white outfit and white shoes to my wedding bitch she (laughs) she danced the night away with her husband she told me later that she knew the photographer and videographer would think she was special and keep her dead center and she was right for a long time after our wedding i couldn't watch our video without hurting inside every time she appeared on screen i never knew she hated me that much what up i know oh my god well she said like oh i knew the photographer and videographer would keep me oh my god like that's awful that's actually something i never considered because like you know you would hope that you know your vendors intimately before the wedding but Mm -hmm. realistically speaking not really and so a lot of people just assume the person wearing white is the bride Mm -hmm. (gasps) that is so frustrating I'm so glad we know our photographer. Oh my god, I know. Like, and our personally. videographer. Yeah, and our videographer. So. Oh god. Jesus. So I guess ways to combat that that's first and foremost, make sure that all of your vendors are familiar with who <laughs> the bride and groom are, especially those who are capturing those moments in photos and videos. Well, and we've already said we're throwing brown shirts on uh, people who wear white. <laughs> yeah. So like we said in my wedding website, it says, you know, failure to adhere to our please don't wear white will result in an ugly sweater or a PE style loner outfit. <laughs> and I just love it so much. I, yeah. I'm so excited for that. It, like, I, I can't wait to just <sighs> buy a bunch of brown shirts. Honestly, like I, I think because like i have a very close friend who is also getting married and and we she was the one who sent me like that idea and so i wanted just like bring shirts and like tie-dye and mm-hmm. c- my cricket over one day i'd be like all right we're gonna make <laughs> these shirts and then you know what's so funny is if nobody does it which you would hope then you have these hilarious <laughs> shirts <laughs> that's just like you know i i would keep one i can you imagine like getting invited to a wedding you of somebody you don't like and just wearing that shirt? I like not even wearing white, but mm-hmm. just wearing that shirt. I I would love to do that. <laughs> no, but that's horrible. See, that's a horrible wedding <laughs> guest. And really, I we would be wouldn't, a horrible wedding guest we, if I did that. And we wouldn't do that, right? You and that's. What I would you love think. to do it in theory, but never in you know practically. Right. Okay, so ways to combat this. I think there are a lot of ways to combat people wearing white. One. You assume it's common sense, but let's go ahead and let's go ahead and remove that assumption because Mm -hmm. lots of people lack common sense, especially (laughs) when it comes to weddings, because then it's like, oh, it's about me, you know, Mm -hmm. even if they don't mean to, even if like, like this person deliberately did this, Mm -hmm. but even if they didn't intend to, like I've read stories where people are like, you know, oh, well, they said they look best in white. 
or yeah, I'm wearing my best dress. Yeah, exactly. Like, and and it's it's like, like, so wear your second best dress because guess what? Today is not about you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you look like. Mm -hmm. And it just, Oh my gosh. And I, I, I understand on the reverse side, people are like, well, what does it matter? It's literally just a color. And I get that. I do. I, Mm -hmm. I understand that it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just a color. Also, I hate the idea that it's like, Oh, white means purity and blah, blah, blah. I don't think that's a thing either. I think it's the precedent. I think that when somebody is like wearing white at a wedding, it's like you are making a statement without even saying anything that you are disregarding Mm -hmm. the like concept that this is about the bride and the groom of the groom of the groom of the bride. bride. And I know people are going to be like, well, why is there a dress code to this wedding? If it's not black tie, it should just be whatever, but it's not, it's not a dress code. It's just one rule. Exactly. Don't wear white. I know. And it's so easy. It's so simple. (laughs) And it's one of those things that it's like some people, won't it's like well i wouldn't even consider it but now that you said something now i want to do it you know and those people shouldn't be in your life (laughs) those are the people that are going to be hit with a t-shirt cannon right exactly i know and and i know that some people are like well don't tell me what to do and you know don't like put rules and restrictions on me but it's like you know what this is my day and if i if i want to be the only person in white for once in my life because i spent so much money on this dress and it is like something that yeah it's a tradition where just the bride wears white but also like if that's what you're into i just think it like for us at least it's a statement of like this is about us like Mm -hmm. and i'm never gonna wear white other than stuff for my wedding Mm -hmm. so like i just don't wear it yeah it's just rude it's just rude because I mean, it's not the whole point, but one of the one of the points of, you know, the wedding and the ceremony is to have the bride kind of stand out amongst everybody because right. this is about, you know, a celebration of of, you know, the bride and groom or the groom and groom and the bride and bride, whatever. <laughs> but there's there's the hope that the person being celebrated stands out. Yeah. And if you wear white to a wedding, you are taking away from that and that is shitty. So don't. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, and two, like it's at the end of the day, if you think that something is going to be an issue, just ask. Like yeah. if you're like, well, I have white accents in mine. It's like, okay, well, I'm not wearing a patterned dress. So mm-hmm. I guess it's fine. Like as long as it doesn't look bridal. And I think that's the biggest thing is it's like if your outfit, even if it wasn't white, I, I think that if you're going to wear like a gown Mm -hmm. a ball gown unless they say like black tie formal where like we're gonna basically do the met gala and i want Mm -hmm. everybody to just like be dressed to the nines i don't wear your quinceanera dress don't Mm -hmm. wear like you know that dress that makes you look like a whole ass cupcake like i can't (laughs) you know it's like yes look nice but if you're trying to like take you know the spotlight away like and it's so distracting Mm -hmm. it is just like don't you don't wear anything with lights on it Mm -hmm. don't wear anything that makes noise like i can't i i I can't believe that like you have to spell that out to some people and then they're still gonna turn around like the story and they're gonna do it anyway because they don't like you yeah and so i guess ways to cope with it um Man, I don't even. It's just like it's yeah, gonna happen. Like either give them a loner or kick them out, you know. Or just, I mean, like <laughs> the majority of people are gonna know that that's rude, mm-hmm. and so like find solace in the fact that 
at the end of the day, as much as it bothers you, it probably bothered a lot of other people too. And they look bad. Mm -hmm. Even if they look great physically, like it's rude. It's Mm -hmm. just such a rude thing to do. Like I just, that is so disappointing. And for, you know, for men wearing, you know, suits and dressing up a little bit, having a white button down is fine, but don't come in with a white blazer, you know, Mm -hmm. or, or white pants and shoes. Yeah. Like, White white button downs are fine. That's not what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about a white outfit. Like mm-hmm. even if for men, like don't wear a whole pearl white sparkly <laughs> suit. Like I know that both your dad and your dad's best friend both wore white on their wedding day, like yeah. a whole white well, suit. Well, all, all the groomsmen. Yeah, were m- and that's in full great white suits. because that was their choice yeah. and it looks great. But they wouldn't wear that to your wedding. Mm-hmm. That that's just and if they did, well, then we would be like, why are you wearing this? And oops, I just spilled a whole bottle of wine on you. Yeah. Like, I just, <laughs> it, it's just kind of silly. It's yeah. like, you don't need to do that. And I don't know. I, I do have a hard time because like, also it's like, well, Aaron, don't you like not care about the tradition where it comes from? And I think for me, it's just kind of like, I think it's just the principle of the thing. Even if I was like, I'm going to wear bright yellow, please nobody wear, nobody else wear bright yellow. Yeah. You and know? that's, and, well, and two, if the bride's dress is going to be a different color that also includes white like yeah. you 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 if your dress is yellow don't wear yellow and still don't wear white yeah cuz it because, is such a huge symbol yeah. of weddings just, just don't wear white to a wedding just plain and simple yeah i mean unless you're excited about this t-shirt that i'm going to make <laughs> <laughs> all right you give me one all right ooh man um, all three of mine are about speeches because we feel very strongly about speeches. <laughs> if you know us, you know that we're not having anybody give Mm-mm. speeches. Um, it's just terrible. But uh, I, this one is just gross. <laughs> um, this person says, I was at a wedding where the father of the groom gave a drunken speech and made a joke about sex before marriage and how there was no way the bride was pure. <gasps> no. Isn't that no, disgusting? No, 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 no. That is so unacceptable. And it's her father-in-law no, who it's, said that? No, it's, yeah, it's her father-in-law. <gasps> Why is he thinking about that? Don't know. That's it's disgusting. Gross. Absolutely it's, not. Uh, if your dad said anything like that, I would drop kick him. And he knows that. <laughs> he, <laughs> he would never. He would never dare. <laughs> he wouldn't do a speech. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Oh, man. He'd be like, ah, this place looks nice. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> He's iconic. Um, My dad's a listener. Hi, dad. I love uh, you. Hi, dad. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... Mm-mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think... Okay, so ways to keep that from happening is I think after a certain point, the microphone just does not leave the DJ. Yes. Like, if the bar has been open for more than an hour and a half, the microphone is no longer mm-hmm. passed around. Do not <laughs> give people the microphone. And that's on, honestly, that's up to you communicating with your DJ and Exa- being like, I, so I was going to say, Yeah, I'm th- not comfortable give with a, this. Give a short list of this is, it's okay for these people to say something. Yeah. I'm literally like, I'm, I'm telling you that you could do like, yearbook style, like, this is a headshot of them. <laughs> this is their name. This is the time they will be speaking. Anybody else, do not let them touch that microphone. Exactly. Even like the bride and groom, if you plan on like drinking at your wedding, 
you're going to get kind of crazy. And there's going to be a point where maybe you get a little brave and it's like, no, don't even let me touch that microphone. You know, don't embarrass yourself. And it just, when in, like we said, in these situations, people can get a little cray. That is so unacceptable. Okay. So how do you cope with that? Well, like I said, just create the short list. No, like after it happens. Um, Oh my God. I, if, if that happened, I would, I'd probably never talk to my dad again, you know? And it's like, mm, because that's, that's just a line so far crossed. I really don't think so though. Like it's because here's my thing. I think it's more embarrassing for that person than it is the couple. Like any kind of drunken, obnoxious speech, unless they reveal like a secret about you that is just devastating. But honestly, well, like, yeah. I don't think that like sex before marriage, I don't think that's devastating uh, unless you have like an a insane religious family or like you're pregnant or something you don't want anyone to know. But even then it's like, I, it's more embarrassing for that person that got drunk and it really embarrassed themselves by revealing that than it is the couple. You know what I mean? I, I think that there's, there's a level and I think that's, that particular case is strong enough, mm-hmm. you know, to be like, all right, communication is cut because that was the most inappropriate. Mm-hmm. You know, if if somebody says, you know, an off color, uh, off color, off color joke, <laughs> um, you know, then maybe it doesn't warrant a complete removal. Right. But exactly. Um, yeah, there is there is a line. Yeah, I know. And I think just the best. The best thing to do is communicate with your DJ. If you are having speeches, say these are the people that are allowed to have speeches and that's it. And it cannot happen after this time. Yes. And then you just reiterate to the guests that are speaking, hey, please keep it to this long. Please stay away from these topics. And so, again, the biggest way to keep it from happening is to communicate right, with your DJ, with the people that are giving speeches, even the bartender. You can go up to the bartender and be like, hey don't serve this person like more than three drinks until mm-hmm. after they speak or yeah. whatever until after this time. Um, yeah, like, that's a good idea it, actually. Yeah. And then if they get pissed, they get pissed, whatever. It's like, Hey, no, you're, you're, you're on in 10 minutes, you know, yeah. like the bride and groom has specifically asked that you don't get sloshed before you like give a speech because, mm-hmm. it, because when you ask somebody to give a speech, like that's important. Mm-hmm. I don't think people realize that it's like, I, <laughs> do you know that people's, number one like just a poll taken amongst like humans the number one greatest fear of anyone is public speaking yes number two being death yeah (laughs) people are more afraid of that's when i took my speech class um in college like that was that was the day one Mm -hmm. dr ben miles he's Mm -hmm. wonderful brilliant man he let us know the day one that that was you know that was a thing mm-hmm. and i thought that was hilarious right. because everybody else in that class was just terrified yeah and and so when you ask somebody to speak it's a big ordeal it's it's most likely something that they are hoping that you plan beforehand mm-hmm. something that you put some like time and effort and and love into like my my cousin asked me to speak at her wedding this coming february and like i already have like a draft oh man I'm really excited. And it's something that like, I know that she asked me because she cared about what I had to say. And she was like, okay, like, you know, I'm going to ask only these certain people to speak to kind of represent my guests at my wedding. And, and like, you know, to be that person, that's such a huge responsibility and it can change the tide of the whole dynamic of the wedding day. Like you have that power. 
I was um, best man at my friend's wedding, and I did not prepare speech. Oh, that sucks. And it was, I mean, I have no problem with public speaking. I'm not, like, shy about it mm-hmm. or anything. But it was really embarrassing, you mm-hmm. know, getting up there because I had no idea what to say. <laughs> and so that's, I mean, you, you hope that they're prepared. But maybe. So this is. This uh, is prior to me meeting you, right? Yes. Okay. Because I would never have let that happen. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> but um, maybe as as a as a point to combat those things mm-hmm. is select somebody to like screen mm-hmm. the speeches. If oh, make yeah. sure that they're prepared and make sure that they're not saying anything, mm-hmm. you know, that is rude, crude, or lewd. Mm-hmm. You know. But at the end of the day, when people have the microphone and they make somebody giggle and they have a drink in their hand, they're gonna say whatever they want yeah. off the cuff, and so. The only way to cope with that is to understand they are more embarrassing than you are embarrassed. Yeah. Um, and that the majority of people are going to look at that person and not you guys as a couple. And anybody that does look at you guys as a couple as, oh, how embarrassing for them. Mm-hmm. They are not important. Yeah. Like, it's going to happen. they have the wrong mindset. Right. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So this next one is a doozy. All right. So this uh, bride wrote, uh, during the after party... My sister's boyfriend got drunk, assaulted someone's car, and was subsequently arrested. My wife and I... Oh, yeah. My wife and I went to the police station while she was still in her wedding dress to find a bondsman and bail him out. We paid the bail but left him there overnight to let him sober up. Yeah. On your wedding day, night, whatever. I don't care if it's during the after party. You just got married. You are still in your wedding attire. Mm -hmm. And your sister's boyfriend. If my sister's boyfriend did that, (laughs) out. He is out. That is ridiculous. (laughs) I would be like, who is this person? I would hope that my sister would be like, he's trash and not, oh, that's my man. He was just. Oh, I can't. No. And then the whole assaulting someone's car. Yeah. Huh? I'm just gonna punch the hood of this car because I'm I'm confused. What a dumb crime! (laughs) What were you trying to do? Yeah. I. uh, Well, and then so what they said was, uh, we paid the bail but left him in there overnight to let him sober up, and that's something like when we talk about dealing with the event after. Yeah. That's something I wouldn't have even bailed him out. I no. would have I would have left him in there for a couple of days. You know. Yeah, they were very generous. I would not extremely. have done that either because I'm not going to the police station right after our wedding, still in wedding attire. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go, you know, go spend our night in our hotel, take our you know honeymoon, relax <laughs> after our wedding, and then see about bailing this idiot out. Also, like this, like this couple that just got married. They should not have been the ones to handle this. Yes. Like, send your sister. Yeah. Send your sister to take care of it. Since she was the one who brought this person who, like, got made this whole scene. Mm -hmm. That is so dramatic. That's another. And and I think that's more of, like, it's less intentional making it about themselves. But also, it's like, okay, you did something so reckless and stupid. And now nobody is talking about the wedding or having a good time. They're all like, Oh my God, can you believe that happened? Blah, blah. And then you have to think about like when people talk about your wedding or when people remember your wedding, what are they going to remember that? Exactly. They're not going to be like, Oh, that wedding was so fun and so beautiful and everything. They're going to be like, you remember that wedding where the dude punched a car? Like that's right. And if you're into that, like if you're into like the funny stories, like, haha, that's so crazy. Like, okay. But uh, come on, man. Like that's just, 
that's just a bad like i don't even have any other words for it yeah that sucks and there are so many cases of like people just getting really really rowdy mm -hmm. and it is usually because alcohol is involved mm -hmm. it's either i think the culprits are like alcohol previous beefs mm -hmm. or like jealousy mm -hmm. you know um yeah mm -mm. no thank you give me your next one okay so um another father speech um, oh my god fathers are terrible no. uh, <laughs> our fathers are great <laughs> oh yeah our fathers are great but yeah. <laughs> not these people that i'm reading about <laughs> so <laughs> the father of the groom said in his speech a wife is like a good tile floor oh god if you lay it correctly you can walk all over it for oh, years my what god. the fuck okay so this actually brings up a really good thing about people who have um, sexist, like preconceived notions of things. When you invite generations of people to a wedding, one of the most traditional things that you can do in modern culture and society, it is bound to bring up some kind of like old fashioned style sayings. Mm -hmm. Um like the whole ball and chain or oh max your freedom is gone and oh yeah no i hate that shit yeah but it's gonna happen at a wedding right and that is i oh my god i hate that you do you, you have to is, anticipate that yeah like this this father of the groom what does his wife think about that right like what does she does she like laugh at that? Right. Because I, I guarantee you he was just trying to make a joke that he thought was funny. That if you really asked him, he's probably like, no, I don't actually think like that. It's like, then why did you say that? Because yeah, it wasn't exactly. funny. It was not funny. And this if is, you if you don't think it, like, don't say it. Right. There's this whole concept of like, OK, so there's punching up. Right. We know punching up with jokes. You yeah. make the jokes better. Right. Um, but then there's punching down mm -hmm. and it's this whole concept of like, if you have to punch down and you punch to like bully someone, make fun of someone or make fun of a marginalized group. And then if you are in a marginalized group, you are your basis for that and higher than you, you can punch up. So like if I'm a white woman, but I punch up and I make fun of white men, that's totally cool. Right. And I make fun. Of, it's true. Like just the, the like cycle of jokes. Right. Yeah. Um, but if you punch down and you make fun of like black women. Right. That is 100 percent not my place to do mm -hmm. so. Um, and it's the same. Like he is literally in a position where he cannot punch up yeah. like in in that regard. Um, he So making those kind of derogatory comments, they're never like in a position where that's OK unless he's talking about himself. Yeah. And his group of people. Otherwise, he's just punching down on people. It's yeah. this whole concept that's like ha like having a discussion in like the um, like comedy community right now. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really fascinating because like it, and you don't realize it's like, OK, well, this is a wedding like Aaron. There's just like family and friends. It's like, right. But there's so much rooted misogyny just woven into the concept of weddings That's and marriage. That's the whole point of the podcast. Exactly. And so when you make those little jokes that you think is funny and you think is okay, think about why you think that's funny. Yeah. Why do you think that's funny? Like, and if you ask, if somebody says something like that to you and you ask them, they're going to get really flustered. Yeah. Because it's like, explain that to me. Why, why is that funny? Because then you have to explain, well, historically women are taken advantage of and are really like kind of tossed around by men. Mm -hmm. and, and we do very literally step on them 
uh, and just get whatever we want. Now, if that's that's your view and you are against that, and you say it like this, mm-hmm. you are you are presenting the opposite of what you feel. Right. You exactly. Know? Yeah. So if you don't think that, if that's not your side of the conversation, don't say it. Don't say it because yeah. people get the wrong idea about your views. And it's you know? just not funny. It's just not okay. It's it's like there's like literally no, I, and that's like I I people are like oh my god I can't make any jokes anymore. It's like okay, but there's an uneven playing field to begin with. We're talking about intersectionality now. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, uh, you're right because then where you hold your position as a person in society will depend on who you can talk about. Like. Dave Chappelle and John Mulaney talk about very, very different things and they're both hilarious, but what they have validity to talk about in their experiences and what they can punch up to versus what they can punch down to are very, very different things. And that doesn't mean that you cannot be funny. Mm -hmm. There is humor and everything, but there's there's also bullying. Yeah. There's so much humor that has nothing to do with offending people. And that's why people are like, well, we can't tell jokes anymore. It's like, no, you can't tell shitty jokes. Yeah. Also, you can offend people, but make sure it's a group of people that you either identify with or somebody who is above you on that intersectionality Mm -hmm. scale. Like, I I just like I don't like understand it. it, And I understand like this is like a really like heavy topic again. Yeah. But (laughs) but it's it, it is like really at the root of like, yes, at the end of the day, misogyny is woven into marriage and weddings Mm -hmm. so people are going to make assumptions and they're going to make those jokes and it's stupid and they're going to say those stupid things yeah and they're going to think it's fine because that was said to their wife at their wedding Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that it's okay yeah i absolutely awful don't do that (laughs) (laughs) okay i literally have so many good ones we we can't we can't go on a a whole rant anymore (laughs) i'm sorry i'll promise i'll rein it in i just feel very passionate about that yeah Okay, so this is um, I'm I'm gonna start looking at this Reddit thread now. Um, there's <laughs> multiple, so there's one in like wedding planning. This person asked a question: Married redditors, um, what was the most obnoxious request made by, by one of your wedding guests? And lots of people are just telling like terrible stories. Okay, mm-hmm. so this person says: While my wife and I were taking pictures with guests, and some were still getting their meal, my grandmother cut our wedding cake and began serving it. We never even Uh, saw what it looked like. What? I know. This is tragic. How dare you? Yeah. I guess to combat that, just like literally don't bring your cake out until it's time to cut the cake. Oh my or like God. put a lock on it or something. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Like I, mm-hmm. that is so frustrating. Actually, it's so funny. Cause like when I, <laughs> this has nothing to do with weddings, but it does have to do with cakes. Um, <laughs> when I was six years old, I had my debut performance. My first performance ever was um i was jack in jack and the beanstalk in my school's play <laughs> and i had a song and i climbed up the beanstalk and my dad and still loves to sing it um the song uh and like i remember just being like oh my god everyone's gonna think i'm a boy and then when i bow i'm gonna take my red hat off and i'm gonna reveal my hair and they're gonna be like oh, a girl not like under like not realizing that the little flute voice was like, I'm going to claim that piece. Like just feel like like a full girl. But I was like, no, I have them all bamboozled because my hair is up in a hat. So anyway, 
the performance I was so excited because I was like okay I got this like my parents had no idea what was going on they just knew like I was in this play um but it was on my birthday Mm. and I have been and will continue to be obsessed with cookie cakes cookie cakes so you do giant cookie with icing on it right and it said happy birthday Aaron and my mom got this big cookie cake for the kids to have afterwards mm-hmm. and I was so bombarded by fans <laughs> <laughs> my sixth birthday that I didn't even get to see the cake I didn't get to have any of the cake and I was devastated you were famous for so long like no you've been famous no but i know what it feels like (laughs) to look forward to a cake and not get to see it that (sighs) is and then your wedding day no i know and uh, my initial reaction too is like oh grandma like it's just kind of like it's sweet that you're trying to serve other people and you know eh. let's sit your ass down (laughs) exactly but it's like this is the one time where don't Mm -hmm. well and this is one of those things where it's like if you know that like maybe your grandparents want to have some kind of job give it to them give Mm -hmm. them a specific task that they can feel like they are helping because i know like a lot of my family they really just want to help like and they will some of my family will go out of their way to do things that they feel will help Mm -hmm. if i haven't discussed with them prior hey this is what will actually help me so I know giving cer- those family members certain jobs is important. Like it's a, it's a double-edged sword. I know because you know for for people who want to be given a task, yeah, you, you can delegate to those people. They will do that one task, and then they will be a guest, right? And they're like, okay, I fulfilled mm-hmm. my helper's you know quota. But then there are other people yeah. like this grandma, probably mm-hmm. where. You give them a task, and now they're like, "All right, I'm part of the task force." That's very, and so very true. now I will continue to be mm-hmm. on the in on yeah. making this wedding happen. I guess that's where you have to be super specific, especially. And this is really good. Give people trial runs. Give people tasks to do at your bridal shower, and see what they do with those tasks. Mm-hmm. See how they handle those. Um, that's clever, right? And then, and then, if you feel the need, if you're like, okay, they obviously took it and ran with it. I need to give them more specific guidelines. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, hey, grandma, once the cake is cut by this person, when we are in front of it, then you can go ahead and why don't you and grandpa help pass it out so mm-hmm. that you can see all the guests and talk to them. That is the only thing that I would like you to do other than have a wonderful time. Please. <laughs> please. And that's what you say to people. It's like, I, honestly, all that I need from you is just to have a great time enjoying talking to family Mm -hmm. like i mm, we have given certain people certain (laughs) jobs because i know that they will do them well yeah but then i also have to reiterate and thank you for reminding me reddit poster that i have to say (laughs) after that job is done i don't need you to do anything else exactly like there are certain tasks that certain people have and i'm asking more of some people than others because they're more involved or i trust them a little bit more or whatever um and that's just that's okay. That's just it. Yeah. That's okay. I mm, Oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay, give me your last speech one. Okay. Cuz I have so so many on this Reddit thread. Okay. Speeches are always an interesting part of any wedding. But this person says, "The worst speech I ever heard was from a best man who thought it was appropriate to make lewd uncomfortably sexual comments about the maid of honor." <gasps> 
This would be bad taste in any instance, but what makes this example so much worse is that the best man didn't know the maid of honor <gasps> at all. In fact, he'd never even met her before the wedding day and hadn't even spoken to her yet. Yet in a room full of parents, he thought it was entirely normal to talk about what he was going to do to her later. Not only was I and pretty much every other woman in the room horrified, but, and this is so funny, the maid of honor's face of thunder showed how unimpressed she was. <laughs> wow. Do you think this is one of those cases where people are like, if I bully them, maybe they'll like me? I I think this is a case of this guy thinks he has game and thinks it, it's appropriate yeah. to to flaunt it at this situation. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> I, it may it may be like I'm I'm gonna put her on the spot and so she will acquiesce. Oh but in that case, that's that's you're kind of a predator here, dude. I absolutely hate that that happened. That's it's, uh, it's honestly <laughs> that's when you look at the DJ and you go cut his mic turn it off i'm not even kidding you like if you have a wedding coordinator a wedding planner or even like like and well there's this concept of the wedding asshole Mm -hmm. and there's this one person that you dedicate to basically being like hey i need you to be rude for me Mm -hmm. i plan on being that person for my cousin's wedding i plan on being that person if my friend asks me to do it at her wedding um, like we said, with the spilling the wine on the guests, I will 100% do that for her. <laughs> and I know she'll do that for me. And I know that my bridesmaids will do that. I know I have one bridesman in particular and one groom, uh, one bridesmaid in particular that I will send. And I will be like, Chris and Devin, I need you to go and be an asshole to these people. And they will be like, you got it. Well, and I know <laughs> uh, two of my groomsmen uh, worked security with me, mm-hmm. you know. And so I could just as easily be like, guys escort them out yeah and you know that that person would not make it two lines into that i think it's best if you are removing a friend make sure it's family and if you're removing family make sure it's friends so like send your friends to remove a family member so they don't have that connection Mm -hmm. and vice versa yeah so you, they can't be like, oh, my God, I'm family. And that way there's no, like, conflict yeah. between who you are asking to be the wedding asshole and who is being, like, thrown out or who is being told to shut up. Because that's the thing. We're talking about, like, throwing people out and whatever. You can very, like, just as easily be like, hey, um, that's not okay. And yeah. you're making people uncomfortable. And we're going to have to ask you to leave if you won't stop. Yeah. I And another thing I guess you can do preemptively is um for all of your single guests uh-huh. just reiterate hey i need you to be on your best behavior i know i have a couple friends that are you know that are single mm-hmm. and will probably be you know maybe feeling a little lonely and feeling mm-hmm. you know kind of courageous in this romantic environment and i will tell <laughs> them hey we're not going to do that if you if you meet somebody if you chat with them and then you want to contact them later that I can't stop you. Yeah. But we're not making moves on this day. No. That's just it. No, bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So Gross. this next one, short, sweet, to the point. My great aunt called my bride and asked her to come pick her up from the airport four hours before the wedding. No. Like, hello? I mean, if you call and be like, hey, I need to be picked up and – then you can delegate somebody, hey, this person needs to be picked up. Make arrangements beforehand. Yeah, exactly. I can't. It's like, why are people not thinking of that? And that's like, 
I guarantee you that that bride and groom put or that that couple put their accommodations Mm -hmm. on the website. Mm -hmm. They said, please make travel arrangements like, oh, my God, that is so frustrating. It's like I'm not I'm not going to answer your phone call. If you call me, it's like if if you call me on my wedding day, I'm not going to answer. I'm sorry. Like if it was if it was an emergency and you don't show up, like I'll find out the day of like and i'm such an anxious person that's probably a lie i will probably check my phone (laughs) um but like everybody that i know and love will be there like with me even before the wedding so like i'm not worried about it you know what i mean yeah and something like i think you can do beforehand and what we're doing is we have one person dedicated to mm -hmm. organizing all of that all of the out of town yeah out of state um, guests coming in to, for their travel, for their hotel, mm-hmm. for their rides. Just one person making sure all of that is happening right, smoothly. Right, exactly. Not saying, hey, you need to take care of all of this for all the guests. Literally just saying, hey, can you check in with the out-of-town guests yeah. and make sure that they have transportation yeah. to and from the ho- uh, the airport and from the hotel and make sure that they have a hotel room for these nights. Make sure they have flights. Make sure that it doesn't like conflict. And... Yeah, that's it's really important. Also, <laughs> there have been other like posts similar to that where they're like people are texting them like an hour before the wedding being like, where is it? How do I get there? And it's like, honestly, at that point, if people cannot figure it out, if people cannot pull up their GPS and mm-hmm. like transport themselves there or God forbid, like park your car at a Starbucks and then get an Uber and say, please take me to this address. Um, then they don't show up and that that's not on you. Like, yeah. don't stress out about that. If they can't get there, like it is not up to you to pause your wedding. So it doesn't matter who it is, honestly. Yeah. I, I'm kind of, I don't know, because I know that we don't want to answer our phones for that. And so I would just say, let's just leave our phones. Like we're not going to, mm-hmm. we're not going to have them on us yeah. because of that. But I know that, you know, communicating between you and I and trying to figure out, uh, you know, who's getting what. Hey, we need you to pick this up. Like, But that is all for, done prior to the day of. Right. But in, inevitably, there's going to be some things that, that happen that need communication. Um, and so, like, I don't know if we can necessarily put our phones away. Definitely, like, once the ceremony starts, our phones are off. And for the entire, you know, ceremony and reception... I'm not going to have my phone yeah. at all. Well, yeah. But in on the day, you know, the few hours before where we're setting everything up, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I think that's something that we have to we have to do. We just have to keep our phones on um, I don't ourselves. know, though, man, because, like, I know myself, and I know that if I know about it, I'm going to stress about it, yeah. and I don't want to. <laughs> and so that's why people say, like, you know, give your one person that's kind of helping you coordinate, whether it be a wedding planner, coordinator, um, or like just a family, a close family friend that's like really hosting it with you and that be your point person. That's who yeah. the vendors call. That's mm-hmm. who, you know. But even like, like you said, for guests that didn't look at the website, have no idea they what to do. they don't show up. That's, fair. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Then it's like, if you're not going to be, if you are lost 30 minutes before the ceremony starts. That's totally your fault. It's your fault and you cannot be upset at me. For not answering my phone yeah as i'm preparing to walk down the aisle yeah that is exactly. absolutely unacceptable i think the day of in 
in prep, you, Tiffany, and I are all going to have headsets, you know, and walkie-talkies, <laughs> and that's it. it, you know? I love it. <laughs> I want, I, I would love that so much. <laughs> this is another, this is literally another one um, that's very similar to this. A couple showed up at the reception of our wedding too late for the dinner. It was already over. So they went into the restaurant of the hotel and charged the meals to the bride and groom. That is so fucked up. I know. I It's like that. <laughs> it was your fault. You were late. Mm-hmm. You had so much. I, that is my problem with this. It's like I have given you so much time to prepare. I have given you such specific directions. I've given you so many things for accommodations, blah, 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 that I have literally no sympathy for people if they are struggling the day of because like I don't care. I, I like literally do not care. We've given our guests 25 months plus. Oh my God. That is just, that (laughs) makes my heart hurt. So if they do that, (laughs) like if, if, if a couple were to do that to us, Mm -hmm. I would, I would bill them, you know, immediately. I'd be like, uh, okay, so where's my money? No, I would just do, I would just, (laughs) um, I would just do it like another time. Like I would wait and sit on it. And then like, even like, when we go out to dinner, right? We do the thing where we get like a really fancy dinner with those people. And then we pull the whole, we're going to go the bathroom trick. And then you leave (laughs) and you ditch them and keep them with the check. And then it's even more expensive than the one that they did to us on our wedding. There are other ways. Yeah. They'll be like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Play the long game. (laughs) Certain things like this, certain things that like didn't disrupt your wedding. It's just kind of like, Oh my God. Cause a lot of guests will do that. They'll just do something that's like, in the grand scheme of things, it didn't matter, but it's like in the moment, it's like, what the hell? Like, you know, and in that moment, play the long game. <laughs> Either let it go. Like if you're a good person or if you're like me, <laughs> if you're a good person, I guess. <laughs> but if you're like me, like keep it in the back of your brain and then just even if they don't realize that that is why you're doing it, you know, you know, you know. Oh, God, I love it. OK, I have another one that is just wild. Okay, my brother's wife asked me to postpone the wedding a year or two because she was going to try to get pregnant the following year. Huh? What? Like, you are not actively pregnant. (laughs) You are not going to have the kid. And even if you were, that has nothing to do with us. Yeah. Huh? That's, that's the delusion. That's delusion. That's thinking like the whole world, the universe revolves around me. And so if I am experiencing something, no one else can experience anything, you know? That is so, so, I, I, I can't even like, we wouldn't expect somebody, can we be, (laughs) can you imagine we're like, Hey, please don't get pregnant for a couple of years because we're about to have our way. Like, can if people she imagined, would be baffled. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that is a, uh, you know what? That is a good thing to do. You, if somebody says something like this to you, then you can do that. You can be like, well, actually I was going to ask if you could postpone having a kid a year or two so I can get married. Or you can be like, Oh, well then we're definitely going to push up the wedding because there's no way I want your kid at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like just something that is just equally as bonkers. And then if they don't see an issue with it, then you know that person's just crazy. Okay. Like I literally have so many more. I just have to like rapid fire them at you because they're so <laughs> okay, good and just, go just so wild. Okay. 
So this guy said one of the bridesmaids brought her fiance to the wedding and wanted our photographer to do an impromptu engagement photo shoot at our wedding. Bye. Bye. Not doing like that. absolutely not. I've seen other posts like there was a bride's like post on one of the Facebook groups that was like, hey, like um, my grandmother is like requesting that they do their 50th year yeah, anniversary ones. That, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I don't know. That's unacceptable. Like just get your own photographer. Like you will get photos with like the Do people. Do your own thing. I know. I know. Actually, I, if I were to have any worries about like your family, it would be related to photography. Like just like your extended family, because I know your guys' history with family pictures <laughs> and oh, I know man. the drama that has happened. And so like, I can understand where it would flash in somebody's mind that like, oh my God, we could get pictures with like the whole family and it'll be professional. It'll be great. And we won't even have to worry about it because we'll already all be dressed up. It'll be really nice. And it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's inappropriate because it yeah. is not. Don't talk to my photographer. Yeah. Just don't. Well, and our photographer is going to have a list of the people that are taking photos and. But that's like, that is a dedicated specific time mm-hmm. and we have created that list right other than that like even then don't talk to my photographer she will talk to you if she needs Mm -hmm. you and we will talk to you if we need you don't talk to my photographer yeah it's just unacceptable do not request any you Mm -hmm. you know also it's like do you really want your family portraits when i'm in a wedding dress i don't think so and then that that's the thing too it's like there will absolutely not be any extended family photo group things together that I'm not in. Absolutely exactly. not. It's my wedding. Yeah, I don't, I don't care if like you take pictures of all the blood family. I do not care, but don't do it on my wedding day. Absolutely yep. not. I know that is it's, so it's, unacceptable. Yeah. And so that's like the one thing, if I were to worry about any drama happening with like your extended family or whatever, no, I'm not saying that like your extended family is problematic in at any like point in time. But I do know that photography has been one yeah. <laughs> point of contention amongst your family in the past. Yeah. And no, that's one of those things where it's like, even though based on history, I'm going to have to assume that unless it's brought up to me, they're just not going to consider it because they're smarter than that. You know, yeah. it's just it's it's such a big family now and there are too many cooks in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. And it's like everybody's pissing each other off. Yeah. but And if you're listening to it, don't <laughs> deny it because you you freaking know that no, that's the case. But I have a feeling everyone's going to be on their best behavior. And if they're not, then, you know, we have security. Like we said, <laughs> um, there's another one. OK, this, <laughs> this is so funny to me. <laughs> This one's not like terrible. It's just kind of like, what? And this is the like, this is the majority of things I think that people get. Real quick. I love your laugh when you think something's funny. You you pause and go. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so cute. Um, so <laughs> the day this person posts the day before the event, uh, my husband's grandma asked if any part of the wedding was going to be outside. It was. She asked what, uh, what would happen if it was cold in May. I told her she should bring a jacket. She said incredulously, but I'm 80 years old. To this day, I don't know what she expected me to do to make the weather not chilly or her not 80. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like, it's one of those things where it's like, it's harmless other than you being like, huh? But people just like, that's a lack of common sense thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, girl, I, I... if you expect me to make accommodations to my venue for you not being chilly, like don't go outside then. That just 
I, for some reason, it reminds me of there was a like solar eclipse, and there was like a scheduled meetup where they're like, "Hey, you know, everybody's coming together to watch the solar eclipse together." Mm-hmm. And this this woman was like, "Hey, can we reschedule it because it's a school night?" And people are like, "Are are you trying to reschedule the sun? Because mm-hmm. that's like what?" And people are just completely oblivious, like. Especially in like nobody's gonna reschedule their wedding. No. Just n- no. unless COVID happens. Well, <laughs> oh, <sighs> very very sad. Oh, that hurt. But nobody's gonna reschedule a wedding because you have an issue with the date and time or whatever. Uh-huh. Just uh, delusion. Absolute delusion. Oh my god. Okay, I have to. Ah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this person posts and they just begin with. Heh. at my sister's wedding reception our cousin asked her and my new brother-in-law if she could stop the music and dancing while she sang a song she had written about their wedding like on the wedding day in the middle of this she asked them my sister was annoyed but agreed because wow she wrote a song just for them so we all stopped dancing and stood around awkwardly while she sang this long 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 song that doesn't really make sense but has to do with love or whatever a few weeks later my sister finds out through facebook that this cousin sang the exact same song at multiple other weddings the nerve stopping weddings dead in their tracks to be the focus of attention by lying that the song you're singing was written just for them what delusion that's when it's like no if you had had a song prepared you should have told me beforehand i'm sorry girl and then you just warn the dj say hey if she tries to take the mic just no. yeah that's just a hard no and because there are so many horror stories about like just speeches Ugh. and people taking the microphone in general that is why we're like absolutely no one. Also, I don't care if they are a professional singer. I do not care if Billy Joel <laughs> walked up. That's a whole ass lie. If Billy Joel walked up and was like, can I sing a song at your wedding? I would fully let him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like if my family member, I do not care. I, I am probably the most musically gifted of my family. And I most definitely the I, most musically gifted of your family. I, if I, I would never even dare. See, if... I ha- I str- it's one of my cousins asked me to sing a song at their wedding and mm-hmm. I struggled with that yeah. because I was like, oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> like that is so, it's delusion. Yeah. I, I can't, oh my. And then somebody put in the comments, let me guess, she wasn't that good of a singer either. And the person said, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you're correct. Oh my God. No, they said, I- Go ahead. Oh, sorry. They another person commented and said, "People ask good singers to sing. Bad singers ask to sing." Oh, (gasps) (laughs) that is so true. Okay, so I have more because <laughs> it's, it's so good um but I'll, I'll we'll condense it for now this is like what we're definitely doing a series on these because it's so oh fun. yeah there's so much okay so this person posted us on the same reddit thread um my matron of honor's husband left just as the reception started came back an hour later with his grandmother and little brother who were not invited they were all dressed up they ate he brought them home and was gone the rest of the time what 
Yeah, that's a huge problem. I think that's another one of like the top three problems with guests is just bringing people that are uninvited or that are not invited. Right. Like bringing plus ones when you were told specifically that you can't. Yeah. Like just bring, bringing people that weren't invited. Like, okay, just straight tea. Um, my One of my family members got married and only invited the adults as we have previously discussed. And even though my family felt a certain way about my my immediate family felt a certain way about it. Um, we did not bring them. Yeah. Like we had asked because I was given a plus one Mm -hmm. and I asked if I could bring my sister instead of you. Mm -hmm. And they said no. And while, while it may have been looked at as rude that I even asked, I definitely wanted to ask without assuming that I Mm -hmm. could just do it. And then when they said no, I respected that. And then we didn't do that. Like, Okay, and even though we felt a certain way about it, we weren't rude. The only thing that we did that was even a little bit rude was we silently booed the officiant because it was my uncle. <laughs> but it was, like, before the ceremony even started. So, like, it wasn't a problem. <laughs> like, my dad and I were just being like, boo, boo, Steve. And, like, my mom was like, stop it. We're yeah, like, I was. I was, too. And Your mom and I were both right. like, guys, stop. <laughs> well, what are you the doing? ceremony hadn't even started. <laughs> and he couldn't even hear us. It was literally just me and my dad being obnoxious. Yeah. Um, but, like even that it's like okay guys like and then we like we did it once and then it was like okay okay like, <laughs> it's gonna start we should stop you did um, not do it once yes we did we we're like boo, okay. boo, like to each what? other but then as soon as you go so like stop we were like <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, <laughs> um and because i mean like it, it, at the end of the day we we're like yeah this is about them obviously and yeah, like it's, it's just about you know respect if if that's what they you know if that's their thing and it was never even considered like oh i'm gonna bring them anyway yeah it's like it was like hey can we have a conversation can we talk about this and i anticipate that happening like if people are like oh i didn't get a plus one Mm -hmm. and they talk to me about it and a couple of like my people have been like hey can i have a plus one and i'm like yeah sure like i didn't know that you would want one yeah and then it's like yeah sure of course but to assume hard no yeah go away (laughs) i can't delusion delusion okay so this one is like Mm, again this is like what we're talking about with like conflict between guests okay so it says my wife and i had a decent sized wedding maybe 150 to 160 people uh my wife's side are pretty much all local but my extended family pretty much all live in my home state across uh the and across the country so at the wedding, my uncle, so her um, mom's brother, an aunt and cousin actually stood up and started arguing with us while we were doing our rounds to say hello to everyone because we didn't sit down to talk to them for an extended period of time during our reception. Mind you, this is an aunt and uncle that I maybe talk to once every 10 years. And in parentheses, it says my aunt is a straight up psychopath. But when I tried to explain that we were having a family brunch at my parents' house the next day, they told us they couldn't make it because they had tickets to a local baseball team and were going to be on an extended road trip because cousin and uncle were attempting to see a game at every park. So they couldn't wait to see us and were incredibly rude. We are incredibly rude for not carving out 30 minutes to sit with them at our reception at our own wedding. So they like during the reception stood up and said how dare you not talk to us for so long and then they said actually you're invited to the brunch tomorrow and they said oh we can't make it delusion i just we have so much that we are trying to do to put this together what makes you think that we are going to be accommodating to your 
plans. Yeah. Like if every because we have around that same number, we have like 170 yeah. guests. If <laughs> if we were to be accommodating with everyone, we wouldn't have a wedding. Like like there's gonna be so much that people like want to change, want to do. It's it's gonna be inconvenient for them. Yeah. No no one person should expect for us to be able to do that or or, or want to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. It's that's unacceptable. Especially cuz like that many guests like I don't have 30 minutes to dedicate to just you. I I have to see everyone, say hi to everyone, thank them for being there, mm-hmm. you know. And if I had 160 guests, that's going to take a really long time if I were spending that amount of time with everybody. Yeah. So absolutely not. Okay. So the last story from somebody else <laughs> that we have to wrap up this, even though I could literally read this thread for hours. Mm-hmm. This is a doozy. Um, This was actually like, in, it was in 2017, and I know this because there were news articles about it, like multiple news sources that covered this. Oof. At a wedding, um, they hired an officiant. Mm-hmm. The bride and groom hired an officiant. Um, it was a family friend, and in the middle of officiating the bride and groom's marriage, the officiant proposed to his girlfriend during the ceremony. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. He literally was like, before you guys become husband and wife, let me just go ahead and get my own fiance. Will you marry me? And everybody was like, yay. Like, are you kidding? Uh. Proposing at somebody's wedding is already like I think the number one offense. Uh huh. But to do it during the ceremony when you are the one officiating, are you kidding me? Like they literally like the bride and groom went on the news and talked uh, about it because it was so wild. I'd kill him. That's just insane. <laughs> like that. That is. Uh. Absolutely not. I I don't even I I literally don't even have words for that. I'm just gonna let everybody like kind of sit with that information. Oof, let's have a moment of silence. I know. Jesus. R.I.P. Um. So, <laughs> I think that we've kind of understood. So my top three. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your top three are, but I think that my top three for like nightmare guests on the day of the wedding because. There are nightmare guests who like just give their own opinions and I could have come up with my own list of people, their opinions that I don't want to hear. Right. But actions like nightmare list of doom. The three offenses are number three, people who wear white. Uh-huh. It's rude. Yeah. And it's so easily not done. Like it is yeah. so easy to just not do it. And it's so deliberate when you do it. It's just so passive aggressively. Just. Ugh. Mm-hmm. People who bring plus ones and multiples who aren't invited. Right. Or I would even say argue with you about who is invited. Right. I would say that that is like. Or people who aren't invited showing up anyway. Right. Exactly. So I think all, all of those kind of category, like. Yeah. yeah. And then number one is people who get engaged or announce they are pregnant during your wedding reception. 
No. I no, understand the appeal. I understand the appeal. All of your friends and family are there too, especially if you are like really close friends with that person or you're related to them. It's usually family that ends up doing that. Um, and you want a big spectacle, whatever. But these people have paid money. Mm-hmm. They have invested so much time into this. And then you know what? That's when it's like, all right, if you get engaged at my wedding, I'm going to announce I'm pregnant at yours. Yeah. And you know what? And there are so many people that have talked to the uh-huh. bride and groom and asked permission for that. Yeah. And there are some couples yeah. that allow that. They're like, yeah, let's yeah. be a part of that because that's really cool. That's really right. sweet. Uh, uh, we're mm-hmm. excited for you. But if you have not communicated, don't do anything Yeah. that you have not communicated already to the bride and groom and asked permission for yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. That makes me angry. I think that's my number one is just that they, ooh, it's it just like people who do things and don't run it by the bride and groom. Yes. Especially. And it's like, don't run it by me five minutes before you want to do it. If you want to yeah. do something like that song, if you want to do something, talk about it with me six months mm-hmm. before. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. If, if, if somebody approaches me, more than a like less than a month out from my wedding wanting to do something i'm just gonna say no on principle mm-hmm. i'm just gonna be like no mm-hmm. that's actually no even like that's, can uh, i bring like, this person can i invite this person absolutely not no yeah and and i feel so passionately about these things that and i'm just that kind of person <laughs> where i have no problem throwing people out if they piss me off yeah. on my wedding day uh <laughs> and just like now uh, we have to have a kind of we we We'll figure that out because you get pissed off pretty easily. <laughs> well, no, it's but I mean, for like the major, like if somebody says something stupid, I'm like, OK, whatever, okay, whatever. you're stupid. Yeah. Right. But for that. Oh, that's, I know. That's if one major, of the three mm-hmm. big offenses. I know we should come up with the seven deadly wed- wedding. Scenes. Yeah. <laughs> that would just be well, amazing. The, the, the other one I was going to say is people insisting on speeches. Yeah. Insisting. I'm like. No, I will throw yeah. your ass out. Well, and that's really, really up to the DJ to like make sure that mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. And literally, if even for some reason somebody gets a hold of the microphone, cut it. Mm-hmm. And if they just start to stand up and yell, then you can yeah go ahead and escort them out. Like oh yeah, no, seriously. I'm gonna I'm gonna be very clear with Chris. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Our know? our DJ Chris. Woo. Our DJ. Woo. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that stuff. <laughs> I am so excited to continue this series. I hope that you enjoyed hearing this as much as we do. I love to just get upset about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and it makes me feel better, especially when it's like, okay, I know what to do in all these situations, and then they don't happen, and then it makes me feel great. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. So are we going to introduce our new segment? Yeah. So we are taking a break from our Did You Know segment. Um, we like to introduce a new one because we think it's going to be really fun. I'm super excited. <laughs> We're <laughs> This new segment is called Hitch or Ditch. Boom. Uh, Max and Aaron each find a wedding trend, tradition, or expectation that either they would do when they get hitched or they totally ditch. <laughs> and I think... That's so clever and cute. Go Thank ahead. Thank you so much. Give us your hitch or ditch. You want me to go first? Oh, yeah. So actually, <laughs> it's really interesting. So you talked a lot about speeches in this episode, mm-hmm. and mine is not about speeches, but it is about annoying ass guests. <laughs> I cannot 
with the clinking of the glasses so that the couple will kiss. Uh, Ditch. Ditch Do it. not clink your glass. I will I will actually step further away from you <laughs> if I cl- if I hear glasses clinking. Do not tell me what to do on my wedding day because I literally it's so funny. This was brought to my attention because I saw a TikTok and it was like this this like it was a little sketch and this like bride and groom are standing there and they're giving a speech right and they're mm-hmm. like thank you so much for being here today clink 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 and they kiss and then they go um we just wanted to uh take a moment to clink 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 kiss um honor our uh you know late mother who just passed nope. and clink 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 nope. and then it shows that throughout the whole thing they they're like trying to make this very sentimental very emotional speech and people keep going clink 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 to kiss i cannot and the drunker people get the more that they do it i think it is so annoying people literally will put bells on the table that say ring for kiss i cannot ditch it i am ditching it so hard i may even put on the table do not clink your glass or i swear to god i'll take it from you because i know especially Mm. especially my brother is is going to be (laughs) you know trying to troll us on that not that he knows that that's a thing, but <laughs> if he does, he, he'll try. But absolutely not. My goal every time that somebody clink clink clinks, I'm going to step away from you and yeah. go get either another slice of pizza or some ice cream. Right. Like, oh, you know what it should be? It should be that we just kiss whoever we're closest to. <laughs> It's like I thought we just kissed. <laughs> it would confuse people so much. Or like, or we should just make them completely uncomfortable and just kiss in the most disgusting way possible, and nobody will ever do it. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Seriously, there are ways to. It's like you gotta outdo those people. Yeah, I can't with that whole tradition of oh, you clink the glass of the couple kiss. I hate it. That that'll I backfire because then people will be clinking it just to see me lick your face yeah you know? it's disgusting <laughs> i i literally can't with that i'm serious and i know some people are still gonna be like clink 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 and i'm just gonna be like no <laughs> i don't feel like being told what to do right now <laughs> thank you though i i can't i know it's like harmless or whatever but i hate it ditch it bye and you were gonna ignore those people and then they'll come up to us later being like did you not hear my clink 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 and i'll be like no i i did i, did. I just I-, I just don't I don't want to do that. I was just assuming that you were trying to break your class. Actually, you know what? This is a non-starter because <laughs> our the cups that we are giving our guests are literally paper. <laughs> <laughs> so there is absolutely no way for that to even happen. And so, yeah, there's absolutely no way. I mean, unless they were like, kiss, and then I'd be like, no. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. I am not a dog. Yeah. I, we are absolutely ditching that. Bye. Awesome. All right. Give me yours. So this is like something really, really, really small, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's it's important to me, <laughs> oh, right? God. So you see all the time, like in movies and, and stuff or whatever, where, you know, the groom's getting ready in the room and he's, you know, about to, you know, walk out and somebody, somebody, doesn't matter who, is adjusting <laughs> his tie. Like always. Always. In every scene I've ever, I've ever seen about, about that where the groom's getting ready somebody is adjusting his tie i want to ditch that so hard don't (laughs) fucking touch my tie don't do it because i've spent probably so long trying to get it just perfect and then uh, don't ever think that you're the only one that's going to try to do that Uh because 87 people are going to come to me and be like oh you look so good you know i want to make sure you get and then yeah and 87 people adjusting my tie? No. 
yeah. ditch that. Don't touch my tie. Don't touch me. <laughs> that's actually, that's like really interesting because that's like a, a, a prompt that a lot of photographers will use. Like, oh, take a picture with the mother of the groom and have her adjusting his tie. And so it's like, we'll just tell nope. Sarah, don't do that. Nope. You get a picture of me <laughs> looking in the mirror and doing my tie and nobody else. Like, and I, I am an incredibly f- affectionate person. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my love language is, is touch. I love hugs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's one of my things. But in this moment, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We're it's so it. small, but I feel extremely strong about that. Right. Absolutely. I feel like the alternative is just to not wear one then. Like, just don't do it. Just do and do like two buttons open. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> you should just paint one on your body. That would be so hilarious. <laughs> so then they go to adjust it and they're just touching your skin and they're and like, they're like Whoa. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> we should do that. No. No, oh but God. I think it's funny. <laughs> All right. So we presented two ditches. Two ditches. We're, I, I feel like this, we're going to have a lot more ditches. Yeah, because there's a lot more things that I think are stupid <laughs> than I think are cute. Just like most, most things in life. Uh, <laughs> So if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe and give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts if you liked it. If you didn't, then don't, then don't do that. Also, Just don't say anything. <laughs> also follow us on Instagram and Facebook under Something Blue Podcast and TikTok at somethingblue.ish. Um, DM us with your nightmare stories, what has happened or what you're worried about happening on your wedding day for a chance to be featured on our next Wedding Nightmares episode. We will respond because we love those and oh, we're just 100%. hungry for them. Please give them to me. I want <laughs> all of the tea. I will keep it as anonymous as you feel comfortable, but I want all of the tea. <laughs> you can also become a monthly supporter through our anchor page, which is linked in our episode bio. Your contribution will provide us with the funds to continue this podcast and generally live and stuff. <laughs> Exclusive monthly supporter content will be available very soon. We will be back every Friday with a new episode talking about all things wedding planning. Thank you so much for listening to Something Blue, wedding planning with a 21st century bride and groom. I'm the bride. And I'm the groom with 532 days to go. Happy planning. If you propose at my wedding, I will kick you out. We will.